GBC podcast number 15. I'm Courtney White. And I'm Shane Blankenship. Hi. Hi. All right. So on Sunday, you were talking about the holy urging and you called it paraclesis. 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 Yeah. And that's Greek, right? That's Greek. Um, I love that word and I, I love it when you pull, um, you know, ancient words and kind of give us the context in what exactly it says in the Bible because mm-hmm. it adds a lot more depth to the word because I think it was encouragement. Yep, encouragement. Yep. And sometimes encouragement, you're like, go Shane, that's encouragement, right? But holy urging is almost uh, is d- deeper, different. Yeah, it's completely different for yeah. sure. I think that in, in the NIV, the yeah, this is the CSV, the ESV, even like pretty much every version of the Bible that you're going to read is going to come out as encouragement. Because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, that is what it is. Um, but it's it's um, it's different, just like what you said. Like deeper. Yeah, it, it is deeper. It's a different kind. It's not just the encouragement that you know you're having a bad day and I want to encourage you and make you feel better about yourself. No, no, this, this is different. This is uh, this is an encouragement that literally comes from within. It's a holy urging. Um, it's coming from God himself. It's coming from the spirit of God at work in you. Well, and you kind of had some physical sensations about what you were going to preach about on Sunday. And it really was kind of like paraclesis or mm-hmm. a holy urging. Yep, that's exactly what it was. So um, um, for those who watched or listened, um, I talked about really wanting to preach this message from Joshua or I'm sorry, from Jeremiah chapter nine. Um, and it's a it's a it's a great word. And matter of fact, I'll just read it and kind of share it with you um, since I didn't get to preach it on Sunday because this is different. <laughs> so you're um, still getting to say it. <laughs> that's right. Um, but w- what drew me to this in the first place was really the context of what's being said here. So in Jeremiah's time, the 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 Hebrew people are in captivity in Babylon. And they don't have it like horribly bad. This isn't like Egypt, you know, slavery. Um, or it's being little, chained to the wall. Like yeah, or being chained to the wall like Paul. It's, it's a little bit different. Um, they have some more freedoms, but in Babylon, they've kind of lost their way. And by lost their way, like the way of God in their life. I mean, these are God's people. Um, sort of like he, now? That he pulled, exactly. <laughs> um, and things are falling apart really in the end, but there's a lot of chaos going on in the empire. So I'm like, there's a lot of chaos going on in our empire. Um, and people are, you, you know, going after whatever they can get a hold of. Mm-hmm. And specifically here for them, I mean, they're chasing wealth, they're chasing power, and they're chasing... Um, um, they're chasing knowledge. Like, what, what more can I, know, you know, know? So, um, and all of it is, is, is selfish in nature. So that's the implication. Yeah. That's the context. It's like they want to be, they want to, they want to position themselves for greatness, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like, we want to, we want to do that. Um, but it is completely selfish for them. Yeah, like, what more can I know to benefit me rather than, like, what more can I know to share it with you? That's right. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a, and they're boasting about it. So there's the other piece of it. Like, not only are they uh, pursuing it, but, man, they like to let you know. Yeah. Um, and so they're boasting about it. Got it. So God speaks to them through the prophet, and he says, this, this is what the Lord says. The wise person, because they're seeking knowledge, understanding, how much more can I know, how many degrees can I get, how many letters can I get outside my name, that kind of thing. This is what the Lord says. The wise person should not boast in his wisdom. The strong should not boast in his strength, and that strength is not necessarily like a physical, um, 
you know, weightlifting. That's right. Strength. It's not CrossFit strength. This is strength from, because of position, um, authority, authoritarian kind of strength. So the, the strong should not boast of strength. And the wealthy, and that's literally wealthy, that's talking about financial resources, that kind of thing. The wealthy should not boast of his wealth. And, and again, God's saying, you should not because you are. Like that's, he's calling them out. But the one who boasts, like if you're going to boast, since I know you boast, you should boast in this, that he understands and knows me that I am the Lord. And then there's a couple more verses, but ultimately it says, this is what God delights in. Like, if you want to serve me, if you want to be my people, then know me, that I am the Lord. You know about me, but you don't know me. And um, you're, you're chasing after a lot of things, but you're not chasing after me. Well, you do, obviously, a very good job of knowing God and then, like, sharing that message with us. But you, my point, you had, like, knots in your stomach because you were like, I really want to preach here, mm-hmm. but it, for, it just doesn't feel right. And that is the knowing mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Yeah, so, and, and that's the thing that was kind of crazy to me. And, and again, um, I think I even said this on Sunday. I was like, you know, when I say this, you're going to be like, preacher, get some real problems. Um, because, I mean, come on, there's, there's, there's way worse problems in the world. But um, that's the thing. When you're struggling with something, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a struggle. Um, so that you can be struggling with something that I look at and go, I don't know why you're struggling about that. Like, it's, I see the solution to it, or I, I can, shame. right? So I can, I can, you know, I can remove myself because I'm not intimately or you know whatever connected with whatever's going on. So, so it's not an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like that. Like yeah. if you're somebody else's, and they're like, eh, it's not really a problem. On the other hand, big things, things that we can empathize with. Um, she just lost her child. You're like. I can empathize with that. Right. Like that's, oh my gosh, I can't imagine losing a child or those kinds of, so we, we can go there. That, that's a real problem. Um, but these other struggles that aren't big like that, they're not dramatic like that, um, that we struggle with internally. Those are still real struggles. Um, yeah. and you, you really are, you know, but still, still things that you have to, to work through. And so this was a real thing for me because I don't take preaching on Sunday lightly. I really don't. Um, I enjoy doing it, but it's not easy for me. It's it's very difficult. It takes a lot of work. Um, and I want to be careful about what I speak from the pulpit because I really do believe that when the scripture says that I will be held to a higher account, that I will. Um, so I don't want to communicate to the people who are listening, whether they're in the room or online, what Shane's got to say for the Sunday or my agenda. Yeah. God, or I even really, about your life. But you yeah. were like... God was like, no, no, go back go here. Go back here, yeah. So he was moving me in that direction. And so, so anyways, so back to Jeremiah, I'm like going through it and I'm excited about the message. I'm like, this is good. This is going to preach good. I can do so much with this. But there's knots in my stomach. Um, there's like um, an anxiety, if you will. That's yeah. probably the wrong word. But in my no, heart where, where I'm not able to, like, I don't want to eat, not hungry, but I should be hungry because yeah. it's, you know. Like a wrestling in your bones. <laughs> eight at 7 a.m. and now it's one and I usually eat about every three hours, but I'm not hungry at all because I'm not settled about this. Mm-hmm. And so when I actually took it to God um, and started praying about it, that was one of the things, um, wasn't an audible voice, but I very clearly heard God say, um, I started something in Philippians and I'm not done yet. And that's why, that's why, that's why I was there. I'll tell you, when I turned to Philippians and started what I had spent days on trying to figure out and, you know, dig in and study, I'm like, all right, how am I going to get this to work? I can't make it work. And do this, this, um, the message on Sunday and maybe it sucked, but the message on Sunday came out in like three hours, like, I mean, close enough, three hours to get it down. Like, man, that was easy. 
Because God can pull me back here. Is this the word encouragement? Yeah, so encouragement. So um, encouragement is the Greek word periklesis, um, which is holy urging. Mm -hmm. If you have any encouragement in Christ or that urging in Christ, because Christ is in you, that God is moving you and guiding you and directing you. Um, that, that was it. And so, so that's what was kind of funny with this when I got there and looked at the words like, ah, that, that, that just happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, like, literally just happened that God urged me back here. Um, and again, but I don't, I didn't even have to on Sunday go, I don't know who this is for because it's clear to me who it's for. It's for his church, it's for his people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's calling his people back to something. Well, it was for me. Uh, maybe it's for you. I mean, I, I always get something out of the things that you say on Sundays, but, um, you know, I particularly like it when you pull different words in to give us context about the English translation. Mm-hmm. translation. And so I picked on that up on that immediately. Um, I think there's a couple things that we can do here for um, our friends listening is when you have that urging or that unsettling in your stomach, you know, sometimes that can actually not be from God, right? And it can be like just anxiety Mm -hmm. from, and I I mean, I struggle with that. I think we all, you know, do that, but the the command is for us to take it to God. Mm -hmm. And I was telling Shane before we started the podcast, I was taught if you like this or not, um, you know, I was taught that like if something's not for you to, you know, ask God, just slam the door shut and lock it. So that it is clear that I don't go chasing the wrong thing. And that, you know, for instance, for me this week, going through something is, is what my prayer was. Mm-hmm. And, um, it ended up being fine, and that, but I felt the same holy urging to give me, you know, the momentum to, to know I've got to push through this. I've got to keep working through this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've said before that God's voice is not very loud, but I think coming to him and just asking, like, man, slam the door shut so that I'm not wasting my time here. Right. Wasting your time. Right. Yeah, and I think sometimes God certainly does that, and then um, sometimes he gives us the wisdom, you know. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that Paul even talks about. Um, certainly, um, Solomon talks about when you look through, you know, if you read through Proverbs and all this, you know, you want wisdom, ask for it, seek it. Um, I heard T.D. Jakes one time. I don't know if you're a T.D. Jakes fan. Um, he's got some great stuff. Uh, but I heard him one time. He was actually promoting, I think, his last book that he did. And he talked about, um, this may not be exactly right, but he was talking about this concept of a chair. The guy's not going to make a chair, but God will give you the wood. And the wisdom yes. to make the chair. Um, and so, yeah, God could snap his fingers in a chair up here, or he can give you the tools and resources and everything you need to, to create that chair um, and him be at work for you. And so I definitely believe that sometimes God is God is working in those ways where we're wanting God to fix something and do something. And he goes, and I've given you all the, the resources tools. to do it. Yes. I definitely was provided the tools in my situation um, this week. And I I don't know how, but I was like, I got it. Like, I got it. I can assemble the chair. <laughs> I got it. You know, and yeah. in your case, I think you were like, okay, I got, you know, this was, mm-hmm. this is not how I planned it, but it's how you planned it. So I, I really liked it, Shane. And, um, I think anything from Paul is just so inspiring anyways. Um, you know, a few minutes ago you were like, just look up. And so I think the last thing that we should kind of talk about is like when we do feel like these small things, whether they be big or small, are swirling around mm-hmm. us. Um, how just to look up. And the only thing that I could come up with is just to put one foot in front of the other. And I don't know if that's the right thing to say. But that's all. I mean, th- this week, that's all I could do is I was like, mm-hmm. all I can do is pray and then just put one foot in front of the other. Like follow yep. the direction yep. on how to put the chair together. No, I think that's good. Look up, look up and keep putting one foot in front of the other. 
don't don't focus so much on where you're trying to walk um, as you are on who step. you're walking with, you know, and keep looking up um, and moving forward. I think that's the key to being able to move forward because ultimately, at the end of the day, the, the message that, that Paul's communicating in Philippians, the message that the prophet Jeremiah was communicating because God was literally speaking through him was God saying, I, I want to know you and I want you to know me. And we can um, only do that if we come to him. Only, like you got to spend time. Um, every relationship that you have, if it means anything, there is some sense of intimacy in that relationship. And I'm not, I don't mean intimacy as in like a sexual intimacy. I'm like, you, you know, you know Sharing each other. You know each, absolutely. There's, um, it, it, there's emotions involved in it. There's, there's understanding involved in it. Like there's all of you are involved in all of it or all of them in some way. It's just. Like I said, they have to be sexual because you've got friends that you know intimately and you've got people in your life that you know casually, but you don't. That's the thing about God. He doesn't invite us to a casual relationship. He doesn't invite us to a philosophical relationship. That's not what he desires. It, it literally says that he desires that we know him um, like he knows us. And you've got to be intentional about that. And the, the, the less we look up, the less we're going to know him. Um, and ultimately, we may walk away with knowing some things about him, but not knowing him at all. We completely miss it. We miss what he has for us in the moment.